Hey everybody, welcome to this week's It Shouldn't Be This Hard podcast. My name is Austin. And I am Josh. And I'm going to move my webcam, that way you can see me, Austin. Because I noticed that yeah. you could only see a microphone. Hmm, I hadn't noticed yet, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's like you're hidden behind a microphone. <laughs> yes. Try to set up. The way I have to have my microphone setting right now, because... My mic stand's not working right. Is yeah. it has to go up and then it kind of angles down? Yeah, so it looks like the only look- way to do it is right in front of my face. Yeah, it's looking weird. It's funny though. It's cool. Yeah. So what's going on, it man? It, it, it does its thing. <laughs> oh, what not you much. been up to? Uh, not much at all. Just hanging out, <laughs> playing Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> hanging out, playing Nintendo. <laughs> no, I did play. I did. Uh, Sydney's been wanting to play video games lately, so we've been playing some Tony Hawk games. Oh, really? Um, just to kind of get her used to using the controller because it's pretty easy. Yeah. And uh, the other night she was wanting to play, and I was like, I don't want to play Tony Hawk again because um, I actually wanted to play. You know, not just play one, not just you know take turns. I I wanted to play with her. Yeah. So I pulled out Halo Three, <laughs> and I was like. And I, I did a custom map, just me and her, you know, so that she can get used to the f- controls. Yeah. And she kept getting mad because I'd shoot her from, like, across the board. I'm oh, not my good gosh. at this game by any means. I'm not good at any first-person shooter. I get killed really fast yeah. in any online play. Um, but she kept getting real mad. So I was like, okay, well, let, you know, you can run around. And you got she got a kind of a feel for the controller and got a feel for the controls. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, let's, let's, just, let's just play... Let's play the uh, the campaign on easy, and that I mean that kind of throws you into it. You kind of have to figure out how to play that way. Yeah, um, we made it through the first the first section of the campaign, and she's like, "I'm done." <laughs> you might she's have like, turned it's just her not off. fun. Yeah, you might have turned her off on gaming all completely. <laughs> she she might not like first person shooters. So that's funny. <laughs> um, she actually wasn't doing too bad. She kept. You know, Leroy Jenkins in and running right out in the middle of everybody. <laughs> God damn it, Leroy. It was fun to sit there and play video games with my daughter. That's funny. Like, uh, yeah, we haven't, I, I haven't played a video game in a while, actually. Um, I know, yeah, you said you didn't listen to the podcast, but Cody was saying he was playing Kingdom Hearts 3 um, on the Ran Out of Friends podcast, and I was like, Man, I haven't played a Kingdom Hearts game since I think the very first one came out, so I don't even know where the story would be at this point. Yeah, and I've I've never played those games at all, actually. Yeah, it's like a well, the first one's more like Final Fantasy. I think this new one is more like the new Final Fantasies, where it's not like turn based. It's more like there's more action to it, like so you can move around and attack enemies and do spells and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I, n- I never enjoyed, like, the Final Fantasy games and stuff like that, the turn-based games. Yeah, I was never a big one. Like, the, the first one that I ever played that I, like, really got into, <laughs> sad to say, is, like, Pokemon. Like, I played the first Pokemon, I think, blue or red, um, and it was, like, the first time I played a turn-based, um, like, video game that I actually finished. <laughs> yeah, I never played the Pokemon games. They're never, fun. Never got into it. They're pretty fun. Um but yeah, I mean it's uh 
Yeah, I haven't really played video games. I mean, I got a, I got you know Red Dead Redemption Two, and I've I played it for a while and got pretty far into it and just put it down. Haven't haven't been playing it lately. Uh, then I got like Smash Brothers, uh, the Ultimate Smash Brothers for my Switch, and I played it for like maybe a week or two, and then I just haven't played it. But the Nintendo sucks because, well, just like Xbox now, if you want to play online, they want you to pay like, I mean, it's not terrible. It's like four, four, like five bucks a month in order to play online. But I'm like, I already pay for Xbox. Do I really want to pay for another service? <laughs> yeah, I stopped paying for Xbox about a year and a half, two years ago. That's funny because I still see your like your name is still there, but I'm like, <laughs> he's never getting never, on. I'll never. Well, and that's the thing is like for about the year leading up to it, I barely played. Yeah, um, yeah. Plus, I think yeah, you still was, what have a 360. Yeah, I still got a 360. Yeah, so, so you don't even have the. It, the newest, greatest, best. No, um, I've thought about getting it, but I just don't play it enough. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I play maybe, my Switch. Maybe when I maybe when I get older, or my kids get older. Yeah, I play my Switch probably more than I do anything, and I haven't played my Switch lately. Um, I need to sit down and just finish some games that I have. It's sad. I get what happens is I end up watching TV, right? Because there's so many good shows to watch that I just end up watching like a great show instead of playing a game i understand that it's like passive like passive entertainment versus active entertainment yes i like to just lay there and do nothing (laughs) speaking of which i uh i watched uh there's a new series that came on netflix this week on friday it released uh it's called the umbrella academy I haven't seen that one. It's uh, kind of like a X-Men story, but it's written by, uh, I think his name's, uh, I don't know how to, I don't know if it's Jared Way or Gerard Way. I, I don't Jared Way? I don't know. Uh, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's yeah, Gerard. I yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know his name. Yeah, well anyways, he he's like, he's actually like big into comics and he's written a lot of comics actually. He's done, uh, I think he he's did the, you know the Umbrella Academy. Um, he's writing, I think, right now or has written on another comic book called Doom Patrol. Um, and then uh, I think the other one that he did was like Killjoy. But um, yeah, he's like big into comics, so he like uh, he always comes up here to North Carolina Comic Con uh, like every year and does signet signings and stuff like that, and always oh, has a new cool. yeah he always has like a new comic that he's releasing around that time. Um, but so this, this, uh, show called, um, the Umbrella Academy is based on the first, uh, the first series that he did. Um, and it's like a dysfunctional X-Men type teen, like kids, you know, that turn into adults that, um, have to save the world from, uh, from the apocalypse. That's all I'll Hmm. say about it because it's actually really interesting to sit down and watch. Sounds interesting. I might have to check it out. Yeah, it's like 10 episodes. I finished, <laughs> I started it on Friday and I watched seven episodes on Friday <laughs> after work. And then Saturday I watched the last three. <laughs> yeah, I, 
uh, on Sunday, I sat around and did laundry and watched Marvel Runaways. Oh yeah, how'd and that go? I got I think seven or eight episodes into it. How many <laughs> How many episodes is that season? It's it's thirteen episodes. Oh okay, so it's not it's not that much longer. No, so I got I got I got about a little over halfway, I think. How did you feel about? I know you were high on the first season. Yeah, I really liked the first season. Uh, so far, I like this season too. Um, the first season was more set up of them being runaways. Yeah. And this one was them as the runaways. Okay. Um, but it did what I thought was going to be the series climax, or you know, the season climax. Yeah. Uh, it was like the mid-season climax. So I don't know what they're going to do for the rest now. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm what? really, really curious now. That's interesting. So, like halfway through, they were like, "Oh, you thought it was done." <laughs> yeah. Well, and then that's because I, I was watching. I was like, "Did I skip some episodes?" <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go make sure I was on a on, on the right episode, and it, I funny. was. So, um, but yeah, this it's it kind of because it's you know it it's kind of a Marvel type show. You know, obviously it's Marvel's Runaways. Yeah, it's about some you know, some superpowers and it's about got some alien type stuff in it. Yeah. But there's still like teenage love and stuff like that. So it almost is like kind of like, like an OC. Okay. But with superpowers. <laughs> like, like a uh, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. But I mean, not maybe to that extreme. Or like almost any CWDC show right yeah, now. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm <laughs> thinking of. Uh, but it's still good. I like it. It's yeah. fun. I need to watch that. That's maybe I need to start that. I don't know. There's too many. We I, I mean we say it almost every week. There's just too much good television to. There's so much good television. I want to watch that other show on Netflix called uh, I think it's called Russian Doll. Um. It's... See, I don't watch a lot of stuff on Netflix. I don't even get on Netflix very often. Really? I should. Yeah, I there's I, I'm I'm all about Hulu right now and there's so yeah. much good stuff on Hulu, like that's where I spend most of my time. Wow. And then I, HBO. I asked it. I've been watching some stuff on HBO, but Yeah, that's true. I did oh, there was something I watched uh I know um uh it came out last year and it's a documentary about Mr. Rogers. It's called uh Won't You Be My Neighbor? Yeah, I've been wanting to see that. It's on. I haven't, uh, I haven't yet. It's on HBO. It gave yeah. me like full blown nostalgia for like Mister Rogers. And it's yeah. We, Go ahead. And the girls were little. Both of them at different times watched uh, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Okay, yeah, it's like yeah, which is Mister. It's it's the other. You know when when he goes into the land of make believe and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. Oh, that's cool. So, so they made it like an animated cartoon, basically, of it. Yeah. And, but like, the characters are a little bit differently or different, but yeah. I mean, they still got the train. They still got it. it it's pretty cool. Oh, um, that's awesome. So, like, I got a little nostalgia, you know, watching it. Yeah. But then, you know, they loved it because of the characters and all that stuff. So, well, it's funny because I was watching that documentary and, like, while watching that documentary, like, um, there were certain like scenes or they would show certain clips of the old Mr. Rogers, you know, while they were going through stuff. And, uh, like it, I would see something and I'd be like, Oh man, I remember watching that as a kid. Like, I remember watching that, you know, that specific episode as a kid. And, uh, then Jamie goes, you know, I never really, I never watched Mr. Rogers at all. Oh, I did. 
Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, I watched Mr. Rogers and like Sesame Street, um, you know, stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, I really didn't watch Mr. Rogers. And I was just like. That explains so much about her now. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the th- here's the point I'm trying to make. She went to a Catholic school. Um, so she was in a private Catholic school. And I have determined that because she went to a private Catholic school, basically from kindergarten or preschool through all the way till uh, she had to go to freshman year, ninth grade, they actually cared about her education. <laughs> I went to public school... <laughs> <laughs> where the teachers would get away with like, okay, we're going to watch this episode of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I don't think I ever watched it in school though. I, 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 I distinctly remember watching certain episodes of Mr. Rogers in class in school. Like when I was in kindergarten and first grade. Hmm. It's crazy. No, I don't. I don't think I ever watched it. And then, then again, I don't remember, you know, anything from like kindergarten. So, what's like your earliest memory? I don't know. <laughs> I think I can remember like, back, like shit fifth grade or like then. five years old, six years old. I don't know. There's. <laughs> I remember. Let's see, I would have been. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Casey wouldn't have been born, but Shannon wouldn't have. So it would have been like f- maybe four. I okay. remember uh, there, was a, there was this white thing in our backyard that had like some shit growing on it. Yeah. And me and this neighbor kid were running around it, just running in circles around it. And I tripped or something coming around it. And put my arms up to brace my fall, and I went through the glass screen door. Oh, damn. Um, and, yeah, I remember my arms getting all cut up and stuff like that. And that was probably about four. Like, wow. And I remember that. But that was a more traumatic event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably, I would say, around four. Okay. I was in a booster seat. And we turned a corner and the door flung open and my seatbelt gave out. And oh my God, you're remembering so much traumatic shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I was actually telling Sydney about this story the other day. And so the door came open and as the door came open, I, like my, my instinct was to grab hold of the door. So I grab hold of the door as the door's flying open, my booster seat goes flying into the intersection <laughs> and my legs were dragging because, you know, I'm hanging from a door. Yeah. And I remember my legs getting all tore up and I had to, we had, my dad was a firefighter and we had just left the fire station. So we went back to the fire station. My dad had to patch me all up. Holy shit. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. You could have went flying out about, of that damn door. That would have been about four. Man, four was a terrible year for you. Yeah. I had a rough year when I was four, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Archer, watch out. <laughs> He's coming up on four. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, I thought I would say like four or five is like my earliest memory. I don't I don't remember. I remember like when I was a kindergarten walking like my mom walking me to school and like I remember that stuff. It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird how the some of the stuff you remember, some of the stuff you don't. Yeah. And then like the random things that you'll just remember like randomly. Yeah. <laughs> Now, on the other hand, Doug, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, 
uh, him and an old roommate, because I, like I said, I was roommates with him, and then we had another roommate, and they went to elementary school together. Yeah. And those two were both big-time stoners, and but they could tell you the first and last name of everybody in every story they talked about from elementary school. Fucking like, hell. It was... It's the craziest thing listening to the, those guys tell stories like that. That's that's like, crazy. They rem- he, both of them remembered the craziest details of stories. Dang. And, like it shit. I I don't remember my friends' names in elementary school, <laughs> let alone first and last names of the random girl who beat up the dude one time. <laughs> like you know, like <laughs> yeah. I I I want to say this girl wasn't even in their class. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they knew first and last name of her and her brother who happened to be in middle school at the time. What like the fuck? That type of shit. Like that's fucking they weird. They knew they remember everything. It's that that's that stoner uh, oh, usually they don't have good more weed. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would never say that. <laughs> but that's oh. like when I so when I hear like people say, "Oh, you know, Stoners uh, don't have very good memories. I'm like, not the ones I know. Yeah, exactly. You're like, the ones that I know, they're... The ones that I know, they they know a lot of shit. <laughs> they remember everything. They're bad for this case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, uh, Austin, uh, you want to talk about this week's movie? Yes. So, this week's AFI Top 100 movie was The Graduate. Um, what did we say? It was number seven on the list. Yeah, I believe it was number seven. Um, I had never seen it before. I believe you had seen it before. Yeah, I've seen it before. So I was very interested in what you thought about it. Um, I like The Graduate. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a good movie. Um, I like the uncertainty of the main character. Um, it's like that period of life where you graduate and you don't know what you're supposed to do next and and for us it was after we got out of the air force yeah it was like after we got out of the air force and we like what what's the next step like what so watching him go through some of that and not necessarily you know the whole miss robinson and all that stuff just yeah what he was going through in general yeah i did that yeah i hit that i hit that moment of depression um because i didn't know what i was going to do with my life yeah like he's freaking out about it like exactly and I mean, exactly. I, I can't lie, like, there was points of it, like, I was in a different boat than you, because I had a wife at the time, so it's like, I have to, like... Yeah, I had stoner roommates. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I I obviously had a little bit more responsibility that I had to live up to at that moment, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, I could I could understand, like, certain points of it, but, um, yeah, the whole Miss Robinson thing... Obviously, I never experienced anything like that. <laughs> no, never had nothing like that. And I will say that family fucked with his head so hard. Yeah, like, bro. Like, oh man, they. Now I'm not saying he made the greatest decisions about in the whole thing, and he became yeah. super stalkerish there for a while. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like those two women fucked with his head so hard that he yeah. didn't know right from wrong at that point. Yeah, and I mean. Like I said, it, there's parts in like other than the the um you know the I really love the scene when um like he's trying to uh make uh what's her name um 
Ellen, Ellen, Elena or Elaine? Yeah, sure. Okay, I think that's her name. Main, the main character, uh, well, the daughter's name. Um, he takes her to like, uh, you know, like a strip club type deal. Yeah. Because he's <laughs> he's like trying to get her to not like him because he's already promised, you know, Miss Robinson that he's yeah. not gonna date her. He's not gonna, you know, go out with her. I'm like, so he's dude, trying to be a good dude. Yeah, he's trying to be a good dude to While one person. Good. While being a douche to another, you know, that doesn't deserve it. Like, she came into it completely, you know, like... Yeah, she has compl- no idea what's going on. Yeah, she has no idea what's going on. Um, So, I do like that. I like the... um, I mean, it has some two iconic scenes in it. You know, the, the first scene at the beginning um, is one of the most probably misquoted <laughs> scenes in cinema. Um, the seduce me scene. Yeah, yeah, that scene um, is probably like I would say that scene and probably the "We're gonna need a bigger boat" are the two misquoted, um, two of the most misquoted uh, scenes in cinema. And yes. Luke and, and Luke, I am your father because those are <laughs> most people quote all those things <laughs> incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that scene and then. What did you think of the scene at the end when he was going to the uh, church? Because I know you've seen that before, and oh, everybody's seen that scene. Yeah. It's been parodied, and um... as soon as I saw it, I mean, I'd seen this movie before, but it made me think of Wayne's World too automatically. Yeah, or even like <laughs> Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, parodies of it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I already knew what was going to happen there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but now that I've seen the movie at the mm-hmm. very end, they're super happy. They got to get away. They're on the bus. And then the look on both their faces, like, Oh shit. You yeah. Know? Like now it, again, it, it brings it back to the unsettledness of like, now what? Yeah. You um, know, like, which I, cause I had, I'd seen that scene and seen those faces and never thought about it. Yeah. Now that I've seen the whole movie, those faces, I, that part, it was actually a little sad to me. Cause I was yeah, like, exactly. Oh. So it, it even though he got what he wanted, was it really what he wanted? Was it really what she wanted? Exactly. Or, you know, was it just them not knowing what's going to happen next? And like just living on impulse. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it was, it was, it's weird. Um, Some of what, the, and then, okay. So besides the story and stuff like that and the movie itself, which, you know, we, we obviously both agree. We liked it. Yeah. Um, the camera work in that movie was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the shots, you know, they had the shot when, you know, she first comes into the uh, the bar, the hotel bar, Mrs. Robinson. Mm-hmm. But it's looking at his drink that he had just set down on the table, and you see her walk up in the reflection of the table. Yeah. And it's instead of, like, cutting to her or anything like that, the whole beginning of their conversation is in the table. Yeah. They let and it just sit there. Then it pans up to the conversation. I was like, that's genius. That's awesome. Like, I yeah. loved that kind of stuff. I thought it was really cool. Even some of the, the the general cuts in it, like when he um he jump he he he's going to the pool, he jumps in the pool, like it cuts to him. He it shows him walk out. He he dives into the pool. Then it cuts to a close up of him coming out of the pool and hopping up onto the float, and like it yeah. cuts into him hopping onto Miss Robinson in the bed. Exactly. Like just stuff like that. I I really. Well, even like when he when he was wearing the scuba stuff, yeah, and it was all you know, you know, first person mm-hmm. of of that. But then like, 
even Carla had made the comment when they were panning out was like, that's a six foot pool. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> it just shows, you know, you know, even just, I don't know, I can't even explain it now, but I was just like, you know, that shows his, where his head's at. You know, he's in yeah. a six foot pool, but yet he is lost in the deep. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, I just love all that stuff. I love all the camera work in it. What do you think about the music in it? Well, I like that song. <laughs> I <laughs> the like one that played three times. God. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I think Simon Garfunkel's fine. I think they're fine. But let me say this. I don't fucking get it. (laughs) I don't get why people like Simon and Garfunkel so much. I mean, the Hello Darkness song is in there like so many times. Three times. That song fit the tone of the movie. Yes, but three fucking times. (laughs) <laughs> like um the Miss Robinsons like kind of played a couple times in it but never like really until the end. Yeah. Um and then um there was another song in there that was just so fucking they played it a couple times too and I was just like fucking like couldn't Simon and Garfunkel come up with a couple more songs for this fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh I enjoyed the music. I th- I felt like the music fit the movie. Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not a Simon and Garfunkel fan, I guess. I just don't get it. That's your loss. Not really. Not that I'm a Simon and Garfunkel fan. <laughs> I was going to say, like, fucking, <laughs> fucking, fucking Austin That's is this. I blast on the way to work. Yeah, it, he's this encyclopedia of Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking most melancholy fucking ride to work in history. <laughs> Hello, darkness just plays on repeat. I <laughs> just repeat. You only play the fucking 30 seconds of it, and then you start it over again. (laughs) What's funny is it started playing, and Carla goes, didn't that... She goes, I thought Anna Kendricks played or sang that song. Oh, my gosh. That song's in Trolls. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so what did Carla think of it? I know she's... She liked it. She's seen it before. Okay, Um, so she's part of this conversation. Yeah, she... Me and her talked about it last night once we got done watching it. So okay. uh, a lot of what I'm saying is based off of the conversation me and her had. Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of good, um, like, I mean, just cinematography in it in general is really, um, I just love including like even direction. Like you said, there's certain scenes that just kind of sit and he's so awkward. Like at one point, Jamie like, and I was, were like, if he would just was... act confident about what he's doing. Like when he's at the hotel for the first time, if he just, he, he seems so suspicious, which makes him suspicious. Like when, he, like when he, all said and done, he's walking up to the room. He's like, I got, I got it. Yeah. Like and the guy's like, it. what are you, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah. I got my toothbrush. <laughs> okay. That guy, that guy gives zero fucks about no, what you, he's you doing. You gave him money. He doesn't give a shit. Exactly. Like he doesn't care about what the fuck he's doing, but yet he's, he's so un uh, not confident about what he's doing exactly that it's just everything seems over explained <laughs> like 
Yeah, he's bringing attention to himself. Yeah, and when he like but when there's... he's he goes to the fucking <laughs> instead of just going into the fucking the bar to say, "Hey, I got the room. Here's the number." You know, just meet me up there. He calls. He goes to a fucking payphone. He calls the hotel. <laughs> and then he's like, my favorite part is when she goes, uh, don't you have something to tell me? And he goes, well, I really want to thank you for. <laughs> and she's like, just no, the room number. The room number. Uh, yeah, but there were some parts that were just so uncomfortably awkward like i had to look down at my phone for a minute <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like i can't i can't watch this part but yeah. going into that movie because i kind of knew what it was about yeah. was like there's no way this movie could be a top 10 movie like there's no way based off of yeah. what i knew of it i would say it's a top 10 movie it's a really good movie yeah it's like i said it like you said if if i hadn't seen it and i hadn't you know paid attention to uh, like you said, like certain shots and, 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 and like for me, just the, the overall feeling of the movie. Um, yeah, I could see why people wouldn't consider it a top 10. I, I think it belongs in there. It, I think it belongs in there more than some of the movies we already watched. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I don't know if it's necessarily one I'm going to go watch over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if I would definitely watch it again, I, th- I like the movie. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. So everybody, if you went and watched uh, The Graduate or you've seen The Graduate, um, it's on Netflix. Next week, we will be watching Schindler's List. Schindler's List. So get ready for some depression. <laughs> yes, the first, the, I mean, this is the first movie on that we've watched uh, doing this that was made in our lifetime. That's true. So um, <laughs> get and you've, and you've never seen this movie either. I've seen bits and pieces of it, never the whole thing. Okay, so this will be an adventure for Austin down a rabbit hole of depression. <laughs> I know I will be crying. You probably Sad. will. I will probably cry as well. Um, oh, I tear up on all kinds of stuff that I shouldn't, so yeah, I'll probably will. Look at you. You're a dad now. For real. If you want to continue on with the uh, AFI Top 100 movies, uh, like I said... Chandler's List is this week. It is on Netflix as well. And um, yeah, so if you want to watch it, go ahead and let us know what you think of it. Yeah, we'll see. So we kind of watch these in blocks. You know, we, we, we go, okay, here's the you know, first we did, here's the top five movies. And yeah. We did them in no particular order. Then we did the top, the, you know, six through ten, and we did them in no particular order. Except for Wizard of Oz we haven't watched yet. We're going to watch it later because there's... Uh, something we're going to do in March with Wizard of Oz. So, uh, the next block of movies, which will start after Schindler's List, has a couple good ones that I'm looking forward to seeing. Oh, yeah. So, are you, so um, you're talking about the like 11 through 15 block? Uh, yeah. Well, even the 10 through, because we haven't, we haven't got to uh, number 10 yet either. Okay, yeah. So, but I'm saying. There's there, there's a there, there's some good ones coming up that I'm looking forward to watching again because I've seen some of them. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Finally getting to movies I've seen before. Looking at the the ones that we haven't watched between one and fifteen, I haven't seen one, two, two. Oh, and I have seen one, two, 
three. Okay. <laughs> so that should be very interesting. <laughs> but if you want to play along, uh, I put the link to the AFIA Top 100 in my in the uh, description of this podcast every week since we started, and you can follow along. And uh, these will be you know 52 movies that you've watched this year, if not more. If you want to get ahead of us, yes. So Austin, I uh, watched Brooklyn Nine Nine this week. Did you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine this week? I did not. Okay. Uh, So we won't talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It was fun. It's good. Go watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Go support your local Brooklyn Uh (laughs) Nine-Nine. Yeah, I didn't Uh, watch anything uh, Saturday. And then, uh, yeah, Sunday, all I did was watch Marvel Runaways. Okay. Um, The other thing I saw... Uh, I actually finished it tonight. Was the first episode of The Walking Dead? Ooh, the return. Um, I don't know if we want to do a full-on Walking Dead talk. Uh, I know we, you we talked about to. it last week. Um, I'll say I don't that know if we have to do it again. Look yeah, I'll just say good. I'll just say it was good. It was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, I look forward to seeing where they're going with it. They've they talked about the the whispers a little bit more, getting a little bit more information on those guys. So yeah. Um, I look forward to finding more out about that. I liked uh, um, Negan's whole journey in this that first episode of him. Um, yeah, I didn't know how I was going to like that, but I ended up really enjoying it. Yeah, me too. So I'm, again, I'm curious to see where his story goes. Um, I'm 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 curious all around, especially because you know Maggie's now on some other show on NBC or something like that. So. Yeah, and then uh, what's her name is actually leaving at the end of this year. Um, uh, Michonne. Yeah, Michonne. Yeah, she, uh, Denia, I think her name is Denia Greer or something like that. She uh, announced that she's leaving at the end of this season, so. Yeah, and then they, they wanted to focus kind of on the Marvel stuff. Yeah, I mean, she's big in Black Panther, so, you know, like, she's, she's, uh. And then, uh, she's supposed to be, she's supposed, she's supposed to be in the movies, too, is what I was reading. Yeah. So, um. I don't know, man. If they lose her too, it's just they're losing more and more of what makes The Walking Dead The Walking Dead. Yeah, it'll be hard to go on. Um, I I know that they've I think they signed a deal for another couple years, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they carry on. Um, it seems if they like lose Carol and Daryl. I'll probably stop watching because I mean that. Yeah. Um. How many more of the originals can they lose before we just stop? You know. Yeah, because I mean. The char- I mean, granted, we knew it was a world where anybody could die at any time, but they haven't really fleshed out anybody else to. Yeah, and they killed Jesus, and like you know, like I wish they wouldn't have killed Jesus, like especially of, with Rick going. They should have kept Jesus. Like some of the your favorite characters that you really would like to see carry on after Rick, they've yeah. kind of like. Like I said, Jesus, they got rid of, like, they just got rid of some uh, people that you go It makes me wonder if they knew Rick was going to leave before they got rid of Carl. Yeah, I wonder. Because I I wonder if they would have kept Carl around. Now, I I honestly can't remember. Did they, was Maggie on any of the episodes the first half of the season? No. They didn't show her at all, right? Or did they show her once? I feel like she was in like the first or second. I don't honestly remember because I don't remember. Yeah, and she's—you said she's on a new show. Yeah, she. I saw a commercial for her the other day, and she's on it. 
Huh. Well, we'll see. Which I heard she I I heard she had left, but I think she's going to be coming back occasionally. The way I understood it, do some like cameo shit. Yeah, I knew she wanted to leave. I mean, it was announced that she was leaving around the same time it was announced Rick was leaving. Yeah, but hers got little fanfare, (laughs) (laughs) and she's supposedly just out visiting other places. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what they said. Said so. They have set it up where she can come back occasionally. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to do that. I mean, it'll be... Yeah, I mean, hopefully they do it in a way that makes sense, you know? Exactly. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. That show's definitely in this weird place for me now where I'm like, I'm attached to it because I've been watching it for so long, but it's not like... And I think we've said this before. This season, like the first half of the season was the first time that we had been excited for a while about it. Yeah, and it fizzled out there at the end. I think part of it, because we knew we were losing Rick, um, but we weren't expecting to lose Jesus. And I yeah. think that one just kind of went, oh, well, if they're going to just get rid of people. Damn, this was a full-on Walking Dead talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can stop. We can stop. Yeah. Let's go to music. Okay, let's go to music. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay, so kind of going with my theme last week. I'm just playing old stuff. (laughs) There's been nothing new that I've really listened to. I've just been listening to, like Weezer put out that uh, Teal album, album, I think two weeks ago now, and it's just a bunch of covers, which made me go, well, Weezer doing covers isn't bad, but I like Weezer's regular stuff. And this song reminds me of my wife, even though it's not like a song that like I would say is our song or anything it just just always reminds me of my wife and the name of the song is called if you're wondering if i want you to i want you to version of this song that I picked is the version that has uh, Sarah what's her name? Borellis. Borellis on it. Um, and she sings the quote unquote female ver- uh, female parts of the song. Uh, on the original version River just sing- Rivers just sings the whole song. But on this version she takes what would be the female side of the song. Um, yeah, I just love this song. It just... Like, it always reminds me of Jamie. It always reminds me of, like, being happy. <laughs> yeah, I've always enjoyed this song. Yeah. And I have never heard this one, this version of it. Oh, with, with uh, Sarah Bareilles. And I really like Sarah Bareilles, so I really enjoyed this song. Yeah. I really, I, I don't know, there's something about her voice um, that goes along with Rivers really well. They, it, it, yeah, they fit together very well. Yeah. Did you watch the I video that I sent you on it? 
I did. And they, they like they were having so much fun. They did, and that's I think that's like one of the things I really love about this song is it's a fun song, it's a love song, you know, and uh, it's just like really uplifting. Like it's just one of those songs. that's like yeah, I love at the end when they're like you know when we're facing our defeat, you know, I'll be there next to you and you'll be right there next to me. Like I I love that idea. Like you know, that even yeah. in the bad times you're gonna be there for each other. It's cool. It's a cool song. I like it. Very well done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Enough about that. Um, so I'm going a different direction. Um, I'm gonna play a song by a guy named Lucid, who we played on here before. Uh, and this is a song called God Willing. Yo, back in the day we were worried, drinking out the sink to keep me focused. My anxiety made me a broken person, always, always searching for some needed closure. I was thinking of a way to bring him closer. Little did I know the way that evil searched. Family flipping like my friends, I guess that's just the random ways in which some people work. Falling back and watching drama happen, it's a problem, man. If there's a lot of maggots, I go beat to beat like when I'm out of crap. And someone call a cab before I waddle backwards, I get lit like I was out of Calabasas. You a rookie, I took what they gave and I grabbed it. The pace would be slapping. Back in the day, I was aiming for cashes. Script my pain is with my pain and my glory. I ain't the ordinary. Who the boss now? Who the boss now? Pouring all my sorrow. If I see tomorrow, I'ma ball out God got me through the agony, agony. Vision twisted, I invented my novel though Hot like I'm Navajo I jump on the beat and go bonkers Hold up, I am not your average, this is automatic I got women asking me to show my taxes I got hoes aligning for my photograph And I got more than passion for these souls I'm rapping If I die, put a mic in my open casket I'ma find me a dime for this ocean Cabana, I'm soaking her panties just like the Atlantic I handle the blood, I don't fuck with no Zanny She hit a soprano, I handle my biz Oh, I'm the man, I'm the shit Look at my wrist, there ain't no dance for this Nah, just put your hands on her hip Half a second, I get better with time And I hop in the booth and I wreck you entirely Fuck your label, what's the deal? They hiring, give me a year and I bet they invited me Yo, they already tried sodomy yeah. But I saw the snakes hissing, hissing. Drop deep, mob deep, songs deep But Craig's missing oh, Now we in Cali committed, invested in rappers In and out of prison, he can't keep on cashing them old checks I'ma blow up and make albums with a minute Fuck your feelings, I've been on a mission Fuck your paintings, my son doing better scribbles If I see you out in person, I'ma hit you Cause you fucked with my family, so I ain't with you, mister Yo Oh, cynical mindset, I'ma live on my prime You got a minimum ambition, I can sit to your rhymes Let me turn it up a little, I've been living my life, huh? So... Uh, this song is off of his album, God Willing, uh, which came out, I believe, 2018. So I believe it just came out within the last year. Um, yeah, I believe it came out. Well, it came out about the last time we talked about Lucid. Um, came out before that. But yes, pretty, pretty. Came out 2018. We'll just say within the last year. Yeah. Um, Lucid is actually, he, he's a guy from Wichita. Um, he... Doesn't sound like he's a guy from Wichita. Um, I, I've, this is one of the songs on the... Uh, there's several songs on his album that I enjoy, but this is one that I've always really enjoyed because he just he comes in hard as fuck and just stays <laughs> hype the entire song. Yeah. Um, and the video for it is done really well. He has energy in the entire thing. It's... Um, the guy who does it, uh, it's fiction media... And I really enjoy his visuals. Yeah. Um, he has a bunch of other stuff that he does too, not just for Lucid, but. He did that uh, one for Scooney and Lucid too, right? The one that you showed me yeah. a long time ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that one too. Um, he actually just posted another video. He posted two music videos this week. Um, but, so I follow him and then I saw this video pop up. I'm like, huh, let me check it out. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the song. Like I said, I've, I've listened, I've heard the song before off the album, but I really liked it. And I like the video. Yeah, I was. I felt like I was kind of hard on Lucid the first time we listened to him because I felt like I said 
well, I did. I said Scoonie was that Scoonie's verse was uh, more uh, recognize or what was it? What did I say? Not recognizable, but uh, I don't know. It it hit me differently. Um, but yeah, I like this song a lot too. Like this was the he sent us the 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 album. He said, "Hey, you know, I know you didn't like the other one," and then he sent us this over a year ago at this point. And I've actually listened to this album more since then and i just never wanted to play anything because i'm like oh you know like we've already played like we always play artists multiple times but i was just like eh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna let this one slide i saw this video came up the other day and i was like man that's a good song (laughs) yeah it's a fun one um and i'm the same way i always tell myself i'm not even if there's a song i like i'm like oh well i've already played them like two months ago i'm gonna wait a little bit longer um but yeah, then I didn't, I mean, the video came out and I was like, well, I don't really have an excuse, so I might as well go ahead and play it. Yeah, if not, if I didn't, if we didn't put these like rules on ourselves, I would play fucking Palmer Squares, that whole album, like every, <laughs> <laughs> Palmer Squares, Childish Gambino, <laughs> you know, fucking Weezer. In, in, in our mind, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to play the same thing over and over because we don't want to bore the people that listen. Yeah. But I don't know if they care either, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to continue to place these restrictions on myself because it yeah. makes me feel like I'm a professional. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I enjoyed this song. Um, I enjoyed this album by Lucid. So, and it's in my rotation of song uh, of albums that I listen to. Me too. I actually got a play- playlist on Spotify that has um, some stuff from Scooney and some stuff from him and some stuff from some other local rappers. So it's my local hip hop playlist. Local hip hop playlist. I don't have a local hip hop. The only person on my local hip hop playlist is G Yamazawa. <laughs> and I haven't played him in a while, but he did have These a are all just CD. people from my town. Yeah, exactly. And this that that's a guy from fucking Durham, so he's not even from my town. <laughs> so, I just really like him. <laughs> you just don't have a local hip hop scene. No, not really. We got a bunch of white kids you. that you can be the local hip hop scene. You know what? I might as well. Actually, there's <laughs> I mean, a couple. You have a track. There's a couple guys in town that. Um, then again, we're like we're a super fucking small town. Um, there's like yeah. one guy that's I can't remember his name, uh, but I went to college with him at the college, and he was actually really good. I don't know if he ever does any. I know he used to do it, but I don't. I don't know if he's still doing it at all. Yeah. He worked at like a, a local skate shop. Nice. Yeah, he was really good. He, I mean, he was really good. I could be the scene. <laughs> you could. You just got to start doing shows. Woo! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> just do it. Yeah. I don't, I, there are no shows here. The only shows that get played here in this town are fucking like singer songwriters that play country music. Yeah, just just pull up in one of those shows. Can I open? <laughs> just yeah, just you don't gotta pay me. Yeah, don't you don't have to pay me. Then just sing our song, <laughs> one song, and then hop off the stage. <laughs> just go do an open mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking stupid. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear. I that. don't even remember the words. I do. I don't remember the chorus. I do. Don't act yeah, like you don't know. No, I don't. I need to go listen to. It. I was gonna actually. I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, 
driving around. I was like, oh, I need, I want to listen to that song, but I was listening to something else at the time. I was like, uh, after, and then I never did. Don't be punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you be punk bitch. <laughs> I mean, how I can remember random lyrics from a 90s pop song, but I don't know. My own track. Our own track. Our one <laughs> singular track. We should do a uh, like a punk song next. Okay. I uh, Hey, Cody, you do some drums. Send them to Austin. Austin will do fucking a guitar, right? You got a guitar? Do you still have a guitar? I do have a guitar still, yes. Okay, or you can get Doug to do... No, Doug doesn't want to play pop, punk music, does he? No. Okay, so Cody, we need you to get out your suitcase and start beating on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Austin will uh, record a guitar, and then I'm hoping Cody has a guy that plays bass. And then we can just... Me and you can come up with, like, fucked up lyrics. Sound good? Sounds like sounds like a plan. All right. Everybody do... Cody, hope you're down. Yeah, everybody do your job, and then let me know how it goes. <laughs> and you let me know what I need to say into the microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll come up with something angsty. Don't fucking send horns. Ooh. Yeah, I said it. Don't fucking Let's send do a ska me. song. No. Okay, let's do a ska song. <laughs> Fuck it. You, you you could make your lyrics all about how you hate ska. That's no. Fine. I'll be like, I <laughs> fucking love ska. Ska so good. <laughs> all right everybody um i think we're gonna have to end it on that note uh so let us know what you're thinking send it to any of the places josh usually says to send it i don't know what he says facebook anchor instagram yeah, all those places. Just go, it shouldn't go be for this it. hard pod. Go wild. Send us a message on every platform all at one time. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> we'll have to decipher <laughs> it. <laughs> um, well, that's really all I got. Uh, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. Shouldn't be this hard. Shouldn't be this hard.